Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 614 on this Friday morning, December 15th, payday for a lot of people. Let's take a look at ye old weather here, shall we? Uh, chance of showers today and highs of about 63. Windy, but not so much of a chance for showers as there will be tomorrow. Tomorrow, highs of 63, a 90% chance for rain. That's in advance of a front. I guess the wind's the real big story today. Highs of 60 on Sunday when the Saints say going Tommy DeVito and the Giants. Um, plenty of sunshine, so good for tailgating. Highs of 61 Monday. Then uh, we don't get out uh, of the 60s until Friday. And, of course, by then we're getting close to Christmas, and we're getting close to the Christmas forecast. Right now we're joined by our friend Andy Smith, director of the University of New Hampshire Survey Center. Get the latest on what's going on in Washington. How you doing, Andy? I'm doing great. Good morning. Good morning. I took a couple of days off, and and I got. Have you ever tried to straighten things out around your house with, um, just where you go through old papers and and just get rid of all that stuff, and then you decide what to shred and burn, and you realize how much crap you got all over your house. Yeah, I think I need a dumpster. Yeah, that's that's what I need too. And I'm just. I think I, I was thinking about maybe I had to come back to work to get some rest, and I was thinking about perhaps just lighting a candle, turning the gas on, and going to see a movie. <laughs> That's one way. Yeah, just let the insurance company deal with it. Let's talk about um, what's going on with Hunter Biden. Uh, Mr. Biden's got some difficulties, and they're causing difficulties for his father. And this is not going to go away. And it's uh, it's kind of been the, the story that keeps on giving for Republicans that have been looking for a way to get back at Democrats for how they feel that Trump was treated. Does it... Will it have any effect, any impact on anything? Um, I think it could because the Republican House has voted to have an impeachment he- um, uh, hearings. So this is uh, now they can call in other people specifically about impeachment items. And I'm sure that uh, Biden will be one of the people called in for that. Uh, and all of this. Hunter Biden. To- Hunter Biden. Yeah. Yes, excuse me. Um, all this is a way to kind of soften up. Joe Biden for the for the election next year. So it's it's uh, he's become an un, kind of an unfortunate. And listen to the story of the guy. It's kind of unfortunate with all the drugs and everything. But uh, he's in a political world and he has become part of the political game. He does have some tax issues. That's pretty much. A, yeah, he a does. Fact. <laughs> I mean, that's that's not. Yeah. The, the tax issues are the one thing that I think is, is 
going to stick. You can't get away from yeah. because you know nobody likes a, nobody likes a tax cheater, um, and he has kind of agreed to this before. The, the numbers are pretty astounding when you look at all of the tax uh, bills that he had there. It says that he is, if, if he didn't pay up to two three million dollars in taxes, that meant he made an awful lot of money during those years. Um, where did the money come from? That's the big question. The money came from him sitting on boards and his interaction largely with um, uh, people representing foreign governments uh, or, or foreign companies, at least. Uh, and that's the that's where it pulls in his father. How did he how did Hunter Biden, somebody who's never really been known as a as an international uh, player in business uh, suddenly get these board seats and getting paid millions of dollars a year to sit on boards uh, when his, except maybe his father just got a similar name and his father was vice president and a past vice president at that time. So you do have to make, or at least the Republicans will have to make the connection at some point. I guess what I'm trying to ask is who did what wrong? Because if Hunter Biden is trading on the name of his father and the position of his father, if there's no consideration given by his father, who breaks the law at that point? Well, that's that's the nub of all of this, because there is evidence, not necessarily strong evidence, um, but there's certainly circumstantial evidence that um, President Biden benefited financially directly from a, the, his son's relationships with these companies. So that's really the thing that Republicans are going to have to prove. And it's going to be hard to do. There are a lot of shell companies involved. And just because you have shell companies and it raises the kind of the, they don't some of them don't pass the sniff factor. Uh, and because a lot of money is going through these shell companies doesn't necessarily mean that it's getting into Joe Biden's pocket. And that's the uh, uh, that's really where the Republicans are going to have a hard time proving this. A lot of circumstantial evidence so far, not a lot of hard evidence. You know what I think it resonates with a lot of people on this, Andy, is that, you know, I think the salary of a U.S. senator is 174000 That's now. Joe Biden was in the Senate for, I think, 36 years, originally from Pennsylvania, but he represented Delaware in the Senate. Um, people are doing the math, and it's like, well, wait a minute. If the guy's net worth is millions of dollars, then it's not just Joe Biden. It's a lot of people that are in politics. It's like, well, wait a minute. How do you how do you parlay a $174,000 job, a $174,000 a year job into $10 million of net worth? That's, a, that's nice work if you can get it, but how do you do it? Um, you would think you would be able to forensically trace this or not so much with the shell companies. Well, first of all, I think it was Mark Twain who said only a fool went into Congress poor and came out poor. Um, so <laughs> this is not something new. Right. Um, and the uh, the people who write the laws that govern most of these things are the same people who were asking about uh, how they became rich. So I don't think that they're necessarily going to make it so that the laws are going to make it are, are going to make it easy to figure out what they've been doing. Um, and it, they, it's awfully hard to say how much influence is worth. Um, but you notice a lot of people that have been in Congress, particularly senators, senators that are the most valuable of all the people in Washington, a lot of people get have a lot of wealthy friends that take care of them. Um, but the senators in particular, they have one, there's one Senate rule that says if you've ever been a, a senator, even if it was an interim senator for a week, you will have lifetime privileges to the floor of the Senate which is a great place to be a lobbyist, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And they do make the rules, don't they? 
And the chickens do guard the hen house here. Mm-hmm. We'll take a break. Pick it up here. Right. The foxes guard the hen house. The foxes, exactly. We'll take a break. More like wolves. We'll take a break. We come back. We'll continue your conversation with Andy Smith talking about the presidential race. Hunter Biden's troubles and uh, also these this impeachment inquiry inquiry. We'll talk about the procedure there and the process and how's that different than what they had before and where does it go from here? You got any questions, comments? Oakland Art Jeweler talking text line open 504-260-1870. A lot of stuff doesn't pass the smell test, but then again, really, what does in Washington? Traffic now, WWL. 627, Tommy Tucker, WWL, talking to Andy Smith, director of the University of New Hampshire Survey Center about the presidential race. And so what happens, Andy, procedurally now with the House vote that approved rather an impeachment inquiry, correct? Yes. Take me through the process here, if you will. So now they have an inquiry, which means they they will have committee hearings where they can subpoena people to testify under oath and gather information on them. Another important thing is it allows them to subpoena people for documents. And as we were talking earlier, it's it's hard to to connect all of the dots that are out there, but the more documents that you get, such as bank records and emails and money transfers, et cetera, the more the picture will become clear about uh, who had money when, where it came from, where it went to, and eventually the question is, did uh, uh, President, uh, then Vice President Biden, uh, benefit from his uh, financially benefit from his position as as Vice President? And that's um, then should they decide that there's enough evidence and they can bring actual impeachment charges against him? We go through the same sort of thing that we went through twice with Donald Trump, and I think a lot of this is still payback. To, to get at, um, at Joe Biden, regardless of what he's done, there's just such uh, animosity by the Trump supporters about how he was treated with uh, Russia Gate, et cetera, um, that uh, they're looking for paybacks. The big question that, that I have, a lot of people have, and I don't know if you know the answer to this, is, is there a there there? Um, I don't know. There's there's a lot of circumstantial evidence, but that is, again, circumstantial evidence doesn't mean that it's necessarily a um, something that could be criminally tried. Mm-hmm. But impeachments are not they're not legal trials right. they're political. Um, and you don't have to have a specific crime there. You just have to have enough evidence that would cause people to think that the, the president needs to be removed. So what's the time frame on all of this as it relates to the election, Andy? <laughs> It'll happen all throughout uh, the spring and the summer of the election. So the story just will works be— works out that way, huh? Day. Uh, maybe it's just an accident, yeah. coincidence. Uh, but it, it, so we're going to have battling trials, a political trial with uh, Joe Biden and, uh, and legal trials with uh, Donald Trump. Um, not a whole lot being discussed about public policy necessarily there or what's going on in the world. But we'll have a lot of stuff that will make the paper. And frankly, that's the more the, the more salacious it is, the more likely it is that people are to read it. So um, by the time we come around to November, should Trump and Biden be the nominees they will definitely be the least popular um, presidential candidates in American history. If you had to pick or, or, or put a bet down right now, you're still thinking Biden and Trump? You make me do this every week. I know, but— um, <laughs> I still think it, that that is the most likely outcome. But I still think there are so many things swirling around out there that could cause 
this to go either way. Um, the thing that I'm thinking is going to be really interesting is to watch the Democratic primary in New Hampshire. There is one, even though Democratic, um, uh, the DNC doesn't want it to count. Um, but if Dean Phillips, the congressman from Minnesota, gets, say, 30 points, 35 points in that primary, just kind of as a, uh, a protest vote against Biden among Democrats, well, that becomes a very, very interesting story. Last time we had a write-in candidate for president, a write-in incumbent um, uh, running in the New Hampshire primary was LBJ back in 1968, who barely defeated a senator from Minnesota and then soon afterwards dropped out of the race. Hubert Humphrey so, or no? no. Uh, it was Gene McCarthy. Gene McCarthy, Humphrey. okay, yeah. President, yeah, and that it was go clean for Gene, and it was young uh, anti-war uh, college students that won that, and the youth vote. The young young Democrats are very very much opposed to the U.S. policy in the Gaza war, and I think this is going to continue as that war drags on, and it's going to uh, show those fissures in the Democratic Party even more strongly between more younger people and progressives and the rest of the party. A pleasure as always, Andy. This thing's going to kick off after January 1st, big time, the presidential election. Thank you, sir. Andy Smith, director of the University of New Hampshire Survey Center. Have a good weekend. 631, a little bit late. Time for WWL First News. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 